And so this morning, we're going to be in a very simple scripture, one that you've probably heard a million times. But I'm hoping to break this down for you so that you can finally walk in it. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. If you got it, say, I got it. it. If you need help, say, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. All right. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. The book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 13, it says this. You ready? Are you ready? Ready? Are you sure you're ready? You might not be ready. I hope you're ready. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Help us, Jesus. And New Living Translation says it, I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. I looked through a bunch of different scriptures to see if that word ever evolved or changed, and it keeps going to everything, keeps going to cover everything. And so this morning, I want to break this scripture down for you. Although it is simple, it is powerful. And if you would walk in it, you might find out how much you really can do. Let's pray real quick. Father, I need your help this morning. As the pastor of this house, I need you to speak through me. You've already spoken to me. Now speak through me, God, so that we, we, even myself, might receive what you would declare and decree over us so that we might leave this place, not just having sat in another church service, but having been changed by your glory, being changed by your power. Father, we submit our lives to you. We submit our ears and our hearts to receive what you would speak to us today. Change us from the inside out so that we might reflect who you are. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Go to the beginning of that scripture. I just want to deal with the first two words because the first two words have power. First two words declare something that most of us never say, and that is those words, I can. I can. I can. Not I thought I could. You're not the little engine that could. You you, 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 you are more than that. You are the righteousness of God. You are a reflection of who he is. He created you. He formed you. But yet we have a tendency to not live in the words I can. Culture has defined us to live in the I can'ts. And then when we overcome the I can'ts, we go, wow, I didn't know I could. Rather than living under the I can. Do you understand that who you are as an individual can do Nothing but with Christ you can. You were stuck in sin. You were going to hell. But through Christ you can become an overcomer. Do you understand that because of Christ there is nothing impossible for you. There is nothing you can't do. Now I'm going to say this as a sidebar not to hurt your feelings. If you can't sing please don't come to me going pastor Jesus said I can do all things. No sometimes you just those types of things you might not be able to handle. Like, like don't get oh don't do it. It's, it's, you're going to be mad and you're going to blame God. And don't blame God for your lack of vocal cord ability. Just let it go. That's not your call. That's not your purpose. But when I say I can do all things, see, there's things in your life that says you're not going to die in this. You're going to fall apart. You're never going to make it. It's never going to happen. You're never going to succeed. But through Christ, I can do. I can watch overcome. See, here's the truth of it. If, if I can't sing, right, and I understand that the Scripture says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, maybe I've put singing into the all things and it was never meant to be there. Because here's what we do. We use the I can do all things to overcome or to put us in position for what we want rather than what he's called us to. Well, God, you said I can do all things. Yeah, through me. Did you consult me before you tried? 
Because some of the things that we fail at or we think we fail at or we don't succeed at is because we were never meant to attempt them. It's kind of like this. Somebody says, Pastor, are you a mechanic? Nope. I have a mechanic. Amen. I'm a smart man. I don't fix cars. I pay people to fix cars. Amen. You want to know why? Because my car won't work when I'm done. But, Pastor, you said I can do all things. Right. I can consult God, and he can bring the right person into my life at the right moment. Say, here you go. Here's my car. There you go. I can do all things. Amen. But, Pastor, I don't have the money. He can do that too. Amen. He can put me in the right places, the right positions, and the right things to get the right stuff. Listen, I can do all things. But here's the truth of it. God says in doing all things, you don't have to do everything. So many times we get locked into this place where I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Hey, can you? No, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I love it. Over the years, I'll use Rodney as an example real quick. Uh, when Rodney and Michaela came to the church for the first, I told him, he's like, Pastor, I really feel like I'm called a young adult, Pastor. It was a young adult call. And I looked at him point blank in the face and I said, nope. I said, you're a youth pastor. You're a youth minister. He said, no, no, Pastor, no. No, no, I can do that. I don't know if I can handle them junior high kids. They're crazy. And all the junior high kids over here are now offended with you. There you go. There you go. He's a pastor. I don't think I can handle it. I said, watch. Trust me. Watch what happens. Watch. Watch what happens. All of a sudden, he starts working with the youth ministry, and all of a sudden, he started realizing that what he thought he couldn't do, he was actually gifted to do, called to do, graced to do, permitted to do. Why? Because in Christ, he can. How many of y'all ever say, I can't? If your hand's not lifted, you're lying in the house of God. Shut up. Don't do it. Don't just, everybody go like this. That's me. I can't. I can't. Don't, don't, don't make me stand on a chair this morning. I'm in some kind of a mood right now. Don't, don't look, look at me. Look at me. I need, I need you to work with me. How many of y'all ever said I can't? Some of y'all still aren't lifting your hands. Stop it. God sees you. I've said I can't. And the only reason I said I can't is because I didn't consult the one who created me. I consulted my own abilities, not who I am in him, but who I am in myself. You will always never be able to do something as long as you only consult you. I can. Could you imagine that when you leave here today, you shut out the word can't. And you just live in the I can. Do you remember this movie back in the day called Yes Man? It was, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Carrey. That's the greatest movie ever. He's like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then he had to say yes to everything. And he found himself doing things he never thought possible. Now, if you ask me, Pastor, you want to go jump out of an airplane with a parachute? Nope, I'm not stupid. <laughs> oh, come on, Pastor, that's the greatest fun on the planet. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. That's why my Bible reads, I'm not doing it. God, I hope my parents, no, 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 no. God says you can do all things, but you can stay your butt in an airplane until it lands. Amen. So, but so many times I've thought I couldn't do something. I, maybe I'm not qualified. Maybe I don't have the abilities. But then when I start to sit back, I realize that the only one keeping me from doing it is me. You ever realize that God is never calling you just to stand still, but he's always calling you forward. He's always calling you to evolve, to move, to grow from glory to glory. But for some reason, we have a tendency to get stuck in a place where we start to live in the I can'ts. Stop living in the I can'ts and start living in the I can'ts. Be careful of what you say. Paul understood who he was in God. He's dealing with this moment in, in prior scripture. He's talking about, listen, sometimes I have it, sometimes I don't. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But here's the good part. No matter what goes on, I can 
Okay, some of you are facing things right now, and you think you can't. We'll never, we'll never, we'll never have that nice house. We'll never, we'll never get out of debt. We'll, we'll never have that perfect family. We'll, we'll never, it's never going to work. It's, God, it's never going to work. God, come on, work with me for a second. Don't look at me all pious like you walked out religious this morning, spiritual. That, let's be real for a second. We say to God, it's never going to change. God, God, when, God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Shh. Because all of that completely disrupts the scripture says that you can. It completely disrupts. There is nothing with God that you cannot do. Did you know that with God I have a great marriage? With God I have great kids. With God I have a great church. With God I have a great life. With, with God I have a great heart. With God I... Can, can I just be honest with you? I, I believe that when we get diagnoses of, of illnesses, I think we create them to be bigger, which overtakes us rather than understanding how great God is in the middle of it. I'm trying to help you for a second. How many times have you sat in the, gone to bed out of depression because you were hoping that the moment would pass by? Unfortunately, you woke up in the same problem because you thought going to sleep was going to fix it. No, no, no. What changes it is your declaration from the I can'ts to the I cans. From the you can'ts to the you cans. Not the two cans. Y'all thought I, yeah, I, I heard it. That's the way I heard it. Amen. Okay. So, so we've got to break the word. Can you do me a favor and take the word can't out of your vocabulary? Because if you can't take the word can't out of your vocabulary, then you might have to root the word God out of your vocabulary. Because if you can live in the can'ts, you can't live in the godliness. Because God says, I can. God says, you can. With him. But if you say, I can't, then you limit the power of God in your existence. He says, I can. Here he here goes. Do what? Give me that next one. Do what? Do what? Y'all ain't going to catch this in a minute. Do what? All things. My things. Nope. All things. What I want. Nope. All things. All things. Do not limit your abilities by your own thought processes and your own wants. How many of y'all like to mow grass? I'm praying for y'all. Amen. So glad y'all like that. Amen. Me and yards don't get along. Wife said, baby, you come home and mow the grass this Saturday? Nope. Well, it needs to be mowed. We'll burn it. Amen. That'll work for me. Charred black backyard. Perfect. It won't grow back. Amen. We're good. Rocks. I went to Arizona one time. All the yards were rocks. Man, praise the Lord for them. God, help us. I wish we could do that here. I'd be raking rocks every day. What you doing? Fixing just laying out my yard. Amen. Praise the Lord. Pastor, why your kids got bruises? They were playing in the front yard again. Amen. All right. He says, I can do... All things. There are things I don't want to do, but God has graced me to do them. Okay, let me give you this one. Um, I'm a 42-year-old senior pastor. I started the church when I was 30, barely 30. I, there are people that are close to twice my age in this room. And I've asked God, God, why me? I don't have more wisdom than them. He said, no, but I gave you the grace to accomplish it. You can do all things that you didn't think you could do, but with me you can do all things, see, the all things takes you into a place where, where you stop making excuses for poor behavior. Guys mm. like this, I can't lose weight. Yes, you can. Stop pulling through McDonald's. Amen. Stop eating late. See, people go, oh, I can't believe you'd say that. I'm just saying what God's been trying to get to your head this whole time. Pastor, I want to lose weight. Well, then stop supersizing your meal and drinking a Diet Coke like it's going to make it healthy. It doesn't. Just don't do it. 
Just, okay, okay, y'all know how much I like coffee, right? Y'all, y'all, y'all hear it all the time. I love coffee. But unfortunately, because of my blood pressure stuff lately, I've had to go to decaf. Somebody say boo. <laughs> like, that's just not, that's not even fair, man. Come on, God. God, it's okay. I'll deal with the blood pressure. I'll just drink the coffee. I'll start. Brian said, keep, God said, go ahead, keep drinking that coffee. See what happens. Because when your blood pressure keeps going up, don't complain to me that your blood pressure won't go down when you keep doing things I told you to stop. I can do, can I watch this? If I'm going to do all things, I might have to submit myself to the correction of God, not just to the, my own wants. Sometimes to do what, all things, you have to be willing to be pulled back to be pushed forward. Sometimes you're not going to be able to do it the way you want to do it. And before you sit there and judge your, your partner or your, your, your spouse next to you or your friend, like, yeah, I told you, I told you, I told you, point that finger right back at yourself because there's probably a lot of things that God's been telling you to do that you haven't done yet. I can do all things. Pastor, I want to, I want to serve in the church. What, what, what are you waiting on? You're waiting for the Shekinah to show up in the parking lot? You're waiting for God to fully manifest himself right here and tell you thou hast been called? No. He says, you can do all things, so get up and do it. Okay, I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. So we have Sean Bergen or Sean, stand up for a second. So if you ever need a car fix, this is the guy to go see. That's my mechanic. Amen. Okay, now watch. So Sean and his wife have been coming to the church, and, and man, we love, they're such a great part of the family, and we were talking about kids' church one week, and I was talking with Susan, and I said, you know what? I think Sean would be great in kids' church. Pastor, are you sure? I'm like, yep. I think he'd be great in kids' church. Now, the rest of you wouldn't look at him and go, y'all, he'd be great at kids' church. <laughs> You're like, he might manhandle a couple of kids, but, <laughs> but he'd be great in kids' church. And so I said, I said, Susan, go ask him. And so she went and asked him. and said, you want to help a kids' church? He's like, oh, man, I want to do it. So he signed up. Well, he's been serving in kids' church, and I'm very attentive to what's happening in the church. And so I start hearing reports about how much fun Mr. Sean is, <laughs> which I knew who he was. And so I'm like, cool. So I told Susan, I said, I said, Pastor Susan, I said, why don't you ask Sean if he wants to become a teacher in kids' church, not an assistant in kids' church? Why? He's a mechanic. He's not called a kids' ministry. But he can do all things through Christ. If you get a second, get, go talk to him after church and hear his testimony, you'll understand why he can do all things. He should be dead. He should not be sitting in that chair right now. He should have had a split home. He should have lost everything, but God sustained him for a purpose because he can do all things. See, all these things, Pastor, I, I, you know, I, I, I want to be on the worship team. And I'm not talking about those that you can't sing. What I'm saying is, is I want to be worshiping, but I'm scared. That's an I can't. Fear is the opposite of faith. You can't do all things because you're letting fear get in the way. You can't do all things because you're letting yourself get in the way. And, and let me tell you something. Can I just say this to you as another sidebar? And, and I'm trying to be very careful. I don't sit on this point for too long. But, but some things you think you're called to, you're not. And if the door doesn't open for you to be in that moment, don't get mad because pastor didn't see you or the church didn't recognize you. Understand that God has a specific door for you to walk through because he wants to use you in a perfect space, not the space you think you're qualified for. Let me help you with something. I did not think I was called to be a pastor. I did not think I would ever stand up on a platform and preach. I was shy. I couldn't look people in the eyeballs. I couldn't talk to people. I couldn't stand up here and, or, or and talk about the things that, that God wanted to do. I, I was just trying to figure it out myself. I'm the most least likely person to be used to do this. But through Christ, I can do all things. What, what are you missing in your existence? What's holding you back? Not only the I can't, but you are not stepping into the all things. Do you serve a God that can do all things? 
If you serve a God that can do all things, why can't you? Hello. Well, pastor, I'm going through a process. God's working on me. Praise God. But please don't live there. Go through the process and let God bring you through so that he can place you into the space where you finally become everything you thought you could be and finally see what he's actually gifted you to do. I, I have learned over the years to try to find people into their best fits, not just into a fit. People go, Pastor, I want to serve in this ministry. Mm, no. Pastor, that's not fair, but I know I'm called to the babies. No. No, you're not. Why? Because I think you'd be better loving people as they walk in the door. I think you'd be better doing this. I think you'd be better. Well, Pastor, how do you how do you know? Because I'm watching to see because I want you to fit in the right place. It's like this. I'll use my wife as a perfect example. When we started the church, my wife wanted to preach. My wife wanted to be Brian on the platform. I looked at her and said, baby, that's a big order. You're not me. That's okay. I didn't if we were both the same, we'd kill each other. Amen. We're just we just we'd, we'd hurt each other and and so god knew what he did when he gave it to me but she wanted to be she wanted to stand up here and because she was watching you know come on work with me you always want to imitate what you see not become who you've been called ah, okay and so she'd see all these pastors wives and they're standing behind pulpits and preaching the gospel and, and she's like baby why can't i do it and i said but because baby you weren't created to preach you were created to love your greatest ministry is loving people not preaching not preaching from pulpits and whether you realize it or not the love that you give is preaching you just didn't realize it yet. You thought that the only thing that you could do would be to be who I am or do what I do. But the truth be told is that the all things that God's purposed you to do is to take the young girl who was shy and quiet and, and, and didn't have a ton of friends to now go and love people, love the unlovable, love those who need friendship, love those who need people around them and be attentive to them and just be you. And people go, well, why is, she, why, why is she Pastor Tiffany? Well, because that's a pastoral role to love people in this house. She helps tend to the sheep. She told me, she said, Pastor, I said, baby, I don't know why I'm even called a pastor. I should never be called a pastor. I'm not qualified to be a pastor. That's the I can't, and that's the I can do nothing. It's instead of becoming the I can do all things, I have been gifted this opportunity. I have been graced by this opportunity to love people and to do it according to God. Can you just step out of the I can't and the do what I can, if I can, hopefully I can, and just understand that you can do all things, all things. You know you can lay hands on the sick and see them recover? Did you know you can pray in such a way that the Spirit of God falls into a room and shifts the whole atmosphere? Oh, but I thought that was reserved for Sunday. Nope, it's reserved in you. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, it says, He who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power. The word power is defined there as dunamis. Dunamis is the inherent power that was put inside of you before you were born. It's not something you get once you get saved. It's something that God installed in you. It is an installation in your mother's womb. He gave you power. You just have to walk in it. What's holding us back? What's holding us back? Okay, I'll go back to the card for a second. What's holding us back from inviting people? Oh, we're one of those weird churches. Then why do you come? I don't know if everybody's going to like my kind of church. You don't know unless you ask them. You don't know unless you invite them. Oh, but pastor, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I don't know how to do it. Maybe God's using this moment to break you out of your shell because once you get one, two is easy. You can do all things. I, I can't pray for people in a, in, a, in a store. I can't do it. People are going to look at me. They're already looking at you. 
Trust me, they're already looking at you. No, they're not. Yes, they are. I'm a people watcher. I watch people. I don't judge. I just watch. Amen. But so many times we, we, we think that we can't do all things. But the all things is not according to your purpose and plan. It's according to his purpose and plan. Can you just go and do it? Go and do it. This world would change if we would understand that I can do all things. Just stop right there. You can do all things. I feel like i got to shake you this morning. You can do all things. Why are we stuck in this space? Of limitation. I am not limited. The only reason I am limited is because Brian limits himself. I am not limited under the hand of God. You are not limited under the hand of God. Get up and let's go. I feel like I'm a motivational speaker. Don't you stand on a chair for you? Ah, come on. You can do all things. Somebody say, I, I can, can do all things. Do all things. Now say it like you mean it. Say, I, I can, can do all things. If that doesn't get you ready to run right now, something's wrong with you. Makes me just want to scream and shout and walk on chairs and freak everybody out. Why? Because I have lived my life in the I can'ts and do nothings. I have lived in the spaces where my past determined my present and my future because I allowed it to. I have lived in the spaces where my infirmity put me in a death grave rather than life and in life more abundantly. I have done all of those things. I have lived in pains. I have lived with struggles. I have lived with disappointments. But yet in all of this, I still can declare that I can do all things. Stop limiting yourself. I'm out of breath now. But I can do all things. Pastor, this is not some prolific sermon, and I was waiting for that Shekinah sermon. This is, man, if you could get this in your spirit, we might conquer this thing. You might finally become who you were purposed to be. I can do all things, here it comes, you ready? Through what? Mm-mm. While you ponder on that, I'm going to wet my whistle, amen. I can do all things through what? How many things do you try to do in your own power? Okay, watch. How many of y'all like to go to the gym? Praise God for y'all. But I'm not that guy. Go wear myself out for 45 minutes to an hour and then go home and wonder when it's going to change. And you know what I'm going to talk about. You're going to go look at that mirror and be like, where is it at? Because you thought for going 45 minutes to the gym one time, all of a sudden you're going to be slim, trim, and buff. Come on, work with me, some of y'all. Y'all are going to mirror the second day you go to sleep, wake up, look, look, I'm getting skinnier. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Stop lying to yourself. Don't be saying, taking portrait pictures of yourself, trying to thin yourself out on Instagram, making yourself look cute. Don't know. We, you're still the same person because it takes time, right? Okay, I can do all things through Christ. But so many times we try to do everything. I can't parent in my own strength. Hello. You know that I found out. This is what I found out. You know, I have a I have a real dad who left before I was born, and I had a stepdad who failed. And, and let me say he didn't fail because he's still alive. He hasn't failed yet. He just made mistakes. Oh, there's a good word for you. Because uh, failure only comes when you die. It doesn't come while you're still breathing. Because um, as long as you're breathing, you have an opportunity to fix it. Um, and so, so I had two dads who 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 didn't do it right. And this is what I've come to understand. I cannot blame them for doing it wrong. I have to understand that they tried to parent me. They tried to father me in their own power. <laughs> if I father my kids in my own power, I fail. But when I father my kids with the 
love of God, I succeed. Well, let me let, okay, work with me for a second. I know you're probably going to judge me when I say this. I really don't care. I'm not always the nice, chipper guy. Sometimes I bark a little bit. Sometimes I got a little bit of a bite. Amen. Why it's like, baby, stop doing that. People are going to think something. They're going to have to think because I'm as human as the next person. Okay? The difference is, is that through Christ, I can be corrected. Without Christ, I'm right in my ignorance. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ. I watched marriages over years from a lot of people fail. I watched pastors that I served under. Their marriages crumble. And I realized that they were trying to stay married in their own power. And they cannot. You know what keeps my marriage together? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. I'm missing you real quick. How many of y'all have ever been in a fight with your spouse? Don't lie to me right now. Some of these kids almost raise their hand like, oh, never mind. No, you better not be raising your hand over there. Amen. All right, you've been in a fight with your spouse. Praise the Lord. You get in a fight? You're in a fight? Did you think you were right? I'm right. I'm right. They're wrong. I am right. They're wrong. I don't care. God, I don't care. Watch this. Watch this. One night in the beginning of my marriage, and I don't mind telling you these stories. If you think less of me, pray for me. Amen. I, we were, my wife and I were in a room. We got into an argument. Y'all ever been in an argument? I'm not talking about like just talking nice and comfortably. I mean, it was an argument. And I said what I needed to say, and I stormed out of the room and went to the guest bedroom, and I crawled up in that bed, turned the TV on. I'm like, I'm going to sleep in this bed. I don't care. I laid in that bed. God said, are you done being stupid yet? Amen. But God, I'm right. It doesn't matter that you're right, Brian. It matters that you love. So I walked back into the room because God was pounding my face in, in the other room. And so I walk into the room and I walk into a room where my wife is laying in the bed in tears. And I walked up to her and said, can I talk? She goes, not right now. And I backed out of the room, and God said, that'll be the last day you ever reject my daughter. But here's the truth of it. I responded out of the power that I watched as a kid growing up. And I didn't respond with the newness that Christ birthed in me. And so I went back to the room, and I got on my face, and I said, God, fix me. Don't fix her. Heal me. Don't heal her. It's my fault. I'll carry this one. But, 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 Pastor, I'm never wrong. It's always them. It will always be them as long as you do it in your own power. But Christ gives you the strength to forgive and repent, not the strength to be right. God doesn't give you the strength to be right. Your pride does. And he says, I can do all things through Christ. Christ is the grace that you need to succeed. It is not the bailout plan to your ignorance. He is the grace to give you or to get you to the place he's called you. He's the grace to correct you. He's the grace to fulfill you. He is the grace to supply you. He is not. He is not the excuse for your ignorance. Because here's the truth of it. We have a tendency as believers to ask God to fix our stupidity while we remain stupid. God, 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 fix. I know I made a mistake. I'm going to do it next week again, but I did it this week. Just fix me right now. God goes, no, if I'm really going to step in and fix you, you're not going to go back. You're going to walk away from. Repentance is walking away from, not playing in the same ballpark, hoping it doesn't catch you. The truth be told is that if we're going to do things, we have to do them through Christ. Stop doing them in your own power. You're not that strong. You're not that big and bad. You're not that capable. Yes, I am, Pastor. Don't be careful because all that pride is going to kill you. I've told you a thousand one times, I enjoy being stupid. Y'all go, Pastor, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Let me tell you why. Because it gives me room to grow. 
I don't want to walk in the room and act like I know everything. I know a lot of things, but I don't know everything. I try to know everything. Come on, work with me for a second. We all try. But we don't know everything. We have to allow room to grow. Do you have room to grow? Do you have room to allow Christ into your existence? Or do you spend most of your time edging him out until you need him the most, until there's a void that you need him to fill? I don't want God to come and fill voids when I create voids. I want him to live right next to me and give me strength each and every day. I know that I cannot. I couldn't get up this morning because of the time change without Christ. Amen. Somebody, amen. When that alarm went off, I went, no. My wife looked at me. She's like, yeah, hi, you got to go to church. I'm staying home with Judah. No, she didn't do that. I, 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 I don't have the strength. I, 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 I don't have the strength to make it every day. I don't, I don't know where it comes from. In me, it's not there, but in him, it is. In him, I didn't die because of my heart problems. In him, I didn't lay myself in jail for the rest of my life. In him, I was able to find a wife and a wife who loves me. In him, I was able to have four beautiful kids where I never thought I'd ever be a parent to one. In him, I was able to become a dad and do be a dad that I never saw growing up. In him, I was able to leave, I'm able to leave a legacy in him, but in me, I'm not able to do anything. I can't do anything without God. And somebody said to me, said, Pastor, you use God as a crutch. You doggone right I do. Because without that crutch, I have a nasty limp. Because I have been marred, beat up, punched on, thrown down. But with him, baby, I can conquer the world. There's no mountain too big, no mountain high enough, no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough. Y'all want to sing now. Amen. Go ahead. There's nothing I can't do. I can do all things through Christ. That means when someone's sick and I pray, I don't hope it changes. I know it changes. Why? Because I can do all things not through my power, but through his. Can you just start operating in his power? Not his Sunday attendance. Because Sunday attendance won't get you there. You got to exercise this bad boy because he says, I can do all things through Christ, through or under the anointing, the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God, because whatever you put your hands to in your own right cannot last. But everything that was created was for God's purpose so that everything you do must be under the creator. You can do all things through Christ, the anointed one, the anointing, that burden. How many of y'all got burdens? Come on, work with me for a second. Here it comes. Here it comes. How many of y'all got burdens? How many of y'all got yokes? How many of y'all are perfect? So I'm going to try that one more time. How many of y'all got burdens? How many of y'all got yokes? How many of y'all are perfect? Some of y'all still aren't raising your hands yet. How many of y'all got burdens? How many got yokes? Can I just be honest with you? The ability to acknowledge that you have a burden gives you the ability to acknowledge the one that can break it. Oh, no, I'm not admitting I have burdens. I believe in false declarations. The Bible doesn't say to be stupid in your confessions. Oh, no, 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 Pastor, I have nothing wrong with me. I'm going to declare the promises of God. I'm never going to tell anybody I've got problems because if I tell people I've got problems, they're going to judge me, and I don't want the door to judge me, and I don't want to speak those things. If you speak those things, they become reality. They're already a reality. Just say, I got it. I got some burdens. I got some yokes. Okay, I'm jacked up from the neck up. Get over it. You're okay. 
But when you can admit that there are burdens and yokes, it gives the, room, the anointing the room to step in and take care of those things. Because if you can't admit they exist, then where, does the, where do you call on the anointing? You don't call the anointing because you act like you don't have any problems. No, I don't have any problems, Pastor. I'm perfect. No, I'm not. Trust me, I'm not. Yesterday, I had love here. She, 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 she's a five-year-old and a 13-year-old in a five-year-old body. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if your five-year-old has attitude, but mine does. Amen. And, 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 and it's really hard to get mad at a young girl named Love. And, 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 and man, I'm like, Love, like, what, what is going on? I'm sitting down. I'm talking to my five-year-old like I'm counseling her. Like, okay, let's talk. I said, Love, what, what, baby girl, mama calls me and tells me that you're mad and angry and making ugly faces at her and getting attitude. Like, what, what is going on? I said, Dad, Dad. I just, I don't feel good, and my eyes are itching, and my nose is stuffed up, and, and I, I, I don't like it, and it just makes me angry. So my wife proceeds to tell me a story that they went to the park, and she was running and kind of lost her way and ran into a pole. She got mad at the pole. Then she stormed off in anger from the pole. And, and I was like, that was the story she was trying to tell me. She, like, ran into a bowl and she was angry. Why, why are you telling us? Because there, there, is, there are a lot of things that are going to go wrong in your existence. It doesn't give you the right to be angry. It gives God the right to strengthen you. How, what if I told you that every situation you walk through is so that God can strengthen you, not so you can get angry? If everything was perfect, you wouldn't need a God. So he keeps his relevance by allowing certain situations not to put you through them, but to grow you so that you might tell others about the goodness of God in the land of the living. And you might declare his power over their lives and see them come to the place that you've come. Listen, I thank God for every problem I've walked through in my life. Pastor, how can you think? I've had that question for years. How can you thank God for the struggles? Because without the struggles, I wouldn't see how big he really is. I love the struggle. I get excited about struggles. You want to know why? Pastor, I don't like struggles. I don't like them. I don't like struggles. I don't like them. You want to know why you don't like them? Because it makes you do something you're not consistent at. I'm going to work with you on this one real fast. The reason people don't like struggles is because when we go into struggles, we start begging God to fix the problems. Had I continually lived in the place that I could do all things through Christ, when problem comes, I get excited because I get to see the power of God in the land of the living. I get to watch his power and his might move in my life, and I get to sit back and enjoy the ride. Pastor, how come you don't freak out? My wife, my wife goes, I, you, just, you just chill. You don't care. Why should I? The Bible says don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries for itself. And if the same God that can take care of the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, can he take care of you? So I'm going to sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. Let me help you with something. If I die tomorrow, I'm still good. I'm not stressed out anymore. I'm not freaked out anymore. I'm not worried anymore. My daughter comes to me. A five-year-old comes to me and they said, Daddy, how old are you? I said, I'm 42. Ooh, you're 42. I said, yes, baby girl, I'm 42. She goes, you know, one day you're going to be 100. I said, yep. She goes, then you're going to die. <laughs> Literally, that sentence went just like that. And I went, yep. And she said, and I'm going to die too. I said, yep. She said, we're going to go to heaven. I said, yep, you're seeing the right thing now. Mandy O'Brien would have been like, don't say those words to me. I don't want to die. But when she said, I'm going to die, I'm not dying. I'm going to heaven. Good. I'm good to go. I can do all things through. Have you ever lost a loved one? Had a hard time with it? The only reason we struggle with it sometimes is because we keep it to ourselves and rather than giving it 
through Christ. God gives you the strength to overcome the struggle of loss. God gives you the strength to overcome your marriage. God gives you the strength to overcome your children. God gives you the strength to overcome your finances. God gives you this. I'm trying to help you. God gives you the strength to overcome. You can do all things through Christ. When you can't get it done, find out if God's in the room. Because I will guarantee you've been trying to work it in your own right. It's like those people that like sit in church and balance their checkbooks. Just put your head down if I'm talking about you. Sitting there looking at your bank account. Well, I gotta pay this. I gotta pay this. I gotta pay this. I gotta. I gotta move this money over here. And if I don't move this, I'm not, I'm not gonna make it. I'm, I'm gonna pay my bills. I'm gonna, oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Save me! God's going for real. Put it away and trust me. <sighs> See, I used to do all that stuff. Pastor of church, and the bills are more than what comes in. Yeah, you'd be checking it quickly. I don't care. God, you're faithful. I can do all things through Christ. If that's the way it's going to be, then I can't fail. I can't. How many of y'all can fail? I can't. I can't. I refuse. Because if I don't refuse to, if I don't refuse to fail, then I begin to refuse God. You might look at my life and go, Pastor, but you're not. You rent your house, like. You don't have a nice car. Man, I'm at peace. Who cares? You don't have all the... I'm good. Paul said, I'm content. I'm content. I'm good. God's been good. I can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens me. Let me give you this last piece real fast. Who strengthens me. How do you get stronger? You got to work it out. You don't just get strong because you want to be strong. You get strong by working it out. You'll never know what you can do until you try something harder than what you've always done. You won't work it out if you won't work it out, you can't do all things. I can do all three, all things through Christ who works or takes me through the process to make me stronger. God will never stop working you out. Sometimes I view it like this. Uh, I, I never forget when I was younger. I, I, I was an associate youth pastor uh, at a youth ministry. And the youth pastor that I worked for was, when I tell you, he was jacked. Legs were like this big. He could balance Coke cans on his chest. It was crazy. He was huge. And one night he said, hey, Brian, you want to go work out with me? <laughs> sure. So, so we go and we go to go work out. And, and he puts us in this, what he called a leg superset. And then when we were done with the superset, he put us in the, in the aerobics room. And he said, now nah, I need you to do lunges. One and back is one. I need you to do ten. I had like the third one and blacked out. I remember going to get my keys, and I'm standing there, and I'm just shaking because every muscle in my legs are just quivering. And I remember I go, I go, I go, man, I, I'm, not coming to, I'm not coming to work tomorrow. He said, why? I said, I, I, I'm not going to be able to walk. He said, you're right. You won't be able to if you keep talking like that. Or 
tomorrow morning you'll wake up and you'll feel the pressure and you'll get up and press through. And by pressing through, you'll overcome that quivering in your legs. And I went, okay, I'll do it. Over time, we kept going to the gym and working out, kept working out, doing legs, kept doing legs, kept doing legs. It got to a point where, where we would get into competitions who could leg press the most. Because over the process, it strengthened me. It worked me out to a place that I never thought possible, but I had to go through the shaky legs first. We avoid shaky legs because we just want it to happen rather than understand that the process that you have to go through in order for God to do what he wants to do. Okay, can I, can I just use a quick story? And, and I just it hit me because I see her over here. Miss Pam got diagnosed with cancer. She's never once looked at me and gone, Pastor, I'm going to die. Never once looked at me and go, Pastor, I'm never going to make it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. She just keeps looking at me going, it, it sucks. But I'm going to come through. She didn't reject the process. She rede- rejects the enemy's final say. See, this is what I'm saying. So many times we want to avoid the strengthening process. How many of y'all would like to be skinny, fit, and trim without ever going to the gym and changing your diet? Amen. We're all like, praise God, that would be awesome. And God goes, ha nope. Because here's the thing. If you don't work for it, you won't respect it. God, why is it I can stand here every week for years and preach the gospel and declare your faithfulness and declare your healing power and watch people get healed, yet I'm the one who has to go through heart struggles. I'm the one who has to be told that if I don't get my heart fixed in three years, I'm going to die. I'm the one who has to deal with mortality. I'm the one who has to sit there and look at my babies and hope that I'm going to make it to tomorrow. I'm the one who's laying on the couch for five hours of 180 beats a minute wondering if it's going to stop, wondering if I'm going to have a heart attack. I, why, why me, God? Why me? Because in your weakness, I become strong. Shut up. Enjoy the ride because I'm going to work it out. But God, I need it right now. No, I need you to walk through this because I'm going to create such a dependency in you that you're just going to change everything that you are. But God, why me? Why not you? When was the last time you celebrated in the midst of what seemed like a defeat? But understood that everything that you walked through is so that God can strengthen you for his purpose. I was born into a home without a father. I was raised amazingly by my mom until I was six. She remarried a man that we thought would have been a great father, but was an alcoholic and an abuser. I was mishandled, abused physically and verbally till I was 19 years old. I tried to commit suicide or thought about committing suicide when I was nine. Thought about it again when I was 12. Had anger issues, had so many struggles. Never thought I'd ever make it. But I can do all things through Christ. Who met me in a window seal on a third story building, ready to kill myself at 12 because I couldn't deal with the pain. I can do all things through Christ who didn't let me die in my thoughts 
but gave me a fresh vision to accomplish his purpose in me. I can do all things through Christ who gave me the opportunity to become the father that I never saw. I can do all things through Christ who gave me the opportunity to love my wife when I couldn't see it happen growing up from my fathers. I can do all things through Christ who sat with me in a truck while I was homeless, sleeping at a truck stop, wondering why I was here and not realizing that God was just speaking to me and speaking to me and speaking to me and preparing me because I would deal with people that felt a spirit of an orphan, had a spirit of a homeless man, had a spirit that felt like the world rejected him, but would put me in moments to declare the faithfulness of God unto all generations with all I can do all things through Christ stop looking to be strong and let him just make you strong we overlook where we've been to try to get where we're going you wouldn't get where you're going if you hadn't been where you were I can do all things through Christ to strengthens me. Can I just tell you this? Tomorrow morning when you wake up, because we have that joke in my house about Mondays, tomorrow morning you wake up and it's not working the way you want it to work, understand that you just walked into the gym of your life. Work it out. Square your shoulders back, lift up your heads, look at the enemy and go, I can. I can do all things. Through Christ who gives me strength, who strengthens me, who strengthens me in this moment, who strengthens me in this moment. I don't need a worship team. I don't even need pastor to preach to me this morning. I got this, baby. I, I got the strength. I've got the burden removing anointing of Christ himself dwelling on the inside of me. There is nothing I can't accomplish, nothing I can't do. I can do all things. And when you get through Monday and you get to Tuesday and it seems like it started all over, just do it again. Because if we would all get in the process of just doing this consistently, you won't even have to say it anymore. You'll just walk in that sucker. And when you wake up in the morning on a Monday or a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday and you're body doesn't feel right and you wonder how you're going to make it, you just stand up and go, ha ha devil, I got this because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's nothing I can not do. I can do all. You don't have to sit still anymore. You don't have to fall apart. He's given you the strength. You can do all things. Stop looking for oppor- stop looking for spotlights and just walk in your opportunities. This, I tell the people this all the time. This is not easy. This is not easy. Because I have to be so transparent that you can see all the way through me. years. People say, stop telling all your stories. I got to tell them. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. And it's my overcoming that gives people the ability to realize how big God is and how they too can overcome. Aren't you afraid people are going to judge me? Nope, because God's given me strength. Aren't you worried what people are going to think? Nope, they already think it already. I'm good. I need you to live in this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When your weakness comes into play, find out where God is in the middle of it. And when you bring him in close, you'll find that strength replenish on the inside of you and you will be able to conquer whatever is in front of you. Everybody stand to your feet.